Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. This is Carol Knier, Community Health Manager for Way Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for joining me today. And so this month, yes, we are in October, um, is Physical Therapy Month. And my guest on the show today is actually someone new um, and new to me too. I mean, he's been here <laughs> at Way Memorial for four years. I hate to say we, we see each other in the morning going into work. Yes. Never officially met. So I do want to introduce Mike Trigard, and he's a physical therapist. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How Good morning. are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Did you like that introduction? That oh, was great. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, like I said, I see you around the hospital, but it's fine. Nice to meet you. Right. And it is really, a, a, you know, this is a great opportunity for, you know, for me to meet other people that work in the hospital and, and do amazing work here. Um, and so again, um, you are a physical therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And how long have you been a, a PT? So for four years. Yep. Oh, so, so you yep, came I right out of school here. here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. great, great. And um, so I think people have heard the word PT, physical therapist, but sometimes people don't quite always know what they do. So can you kind of give us a background on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Physical therapy or a physical therapist has a very wide sc- scope of practice. Uh, we can see so many different things. Um, generally speaking, though, we usually help to diagnose and treat movement disorders, dysfunctions, things like that. And then we come up with a plan of care that's specific to that person. You know, some things that, you know, on our evals we're really looking at and seeing what is what needs to help that person out. We then carry out that treatment plan, make recommendations, provide exercises, and then really make sure that we are encompassing everything with that patient in total. So Right, right. Kind of like evaluating the whole package for yes. that individual, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, treatment sometimes vary too, right? In times, like, like what's an average length of time that someone may need therapy, physical therapy? Yeah, I mean, that that's so hard to necessarily pinpoint, but like, you know, when we're looking at different diagnoses, mental conditions, it can range anywhere from a few weeks mm-hmm. to, you know, we can see people for years, right. you know, obviously needing updates and things mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. like, you know, certain conditions, you know, can require a lifetime, you know, just working with patients to help fine tune, mm-hmm. kind of make sure they maintain their strength, things, any deficits that they might have. So it can, it can range from a very long time. So Right. And, and you do work with individuals with different medical conditions, right, that mm-hmm. need, that need uh, physical therapy. Can you kind of mention some of them? Absolutely. Yeah. So in some broad terms, usually we work with different people with neurological conditions, things like CVAs, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, uh, musculoskeletal disorders, so anything from back pain to total joint replacements, uh, sprains and strains. And then we even do things like with cardiopulmonary, so people with CHF, COPD. Um, and then we can even branch off into other specialties like women's health, vestibular, amputations. Uh, so, you know, there's there's quite a bit of things that we can definitely work with in, in our scope. So. Right, right, because, you know, I mean... Sometimes people think, you know, physical therapy, someone maybe broke their hip and that's the only thing yes, that requires absolutely. physical therapy. Mm-hmm. But there is so much more. And and I maybe correct me if I'm wrong, you know, studies show that individuals with some chronic medical conditions like Parkinson's 
um, and, you know, MS, that physical therapy or that movement actually improves their quality of life. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, something, you know, I work in the hospital specifically. And so, you know, I, I do see a lot of per se, like a, a new total hip replacement mm-hmm. or a total knee replacement. And so our goal is usually to get them moving as soon as possible. The sooner we can do that, the better usually the outcome is. And then that carries on into our other settings, either mm-hmm. whether it be moving on if they need a little bit more time before going home, then we go, you know, they might require some inpatient rehab services. And then even from there, we can go to our outpatient services. So it all kind of goes down the line and then mm-hmm. we, you know, we work with them in all different settings. So. Right. So it's like a, what we call a transition of care. Correct. Right. Like mm-hmm. you start inpatient sometimes and then you may do, you know, short term rehab and then outpatients, which we cover all of that. Absolutely. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good for our community to know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great service to have because it helps, like you said, kind of with continue, continuity, continuity <laughs> of care. So that way, you know, we can see them in the hospital and then, you know, keeping that community feel, we can then see them Mm-hmm. In, in, the, in the clinic, in the outpatient setting. Right. And, you know, it is physical therapy month, but there are other therapies under that umbrella, like what we call rehab, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the other ones that also work at the hospital? So we have physical therapy, obviously, and we have occupational therapy and speech therapy. So, again, we have all those therapists in each one of our settings as well. We have the, in our acute care, our inpatient rehab, as well as our outpatient setting. Mm-hmm. So, and they all, we all work together as a team. We all talk to each other. We all help each other out in that sense. And then that also helps, you know, which is really nice to have that in, in this, in this hospital. So. Right. And, and like, you know, for an example, maybe for some of our listeners, like if someone did have a CVA or a stroke, right, mm-hmm. they may need all of those um, therapies, correct? Absolutely. Yes. So they may be given a, a script from their physician for physical therapy and say, whoever the therapist does the evaluation, they may say, you know what, I think you might benefit from occupational therapy or speech, depending on what their deficits may be. Now, given that we offer all those services, it does make it very convenient and allow us to, like, say, reach out to one of our colleagues and say, hey, I think this is something maybe we can talk to the doctor about and get Mm -hmm. this on board and maybe have them get these other services as well at the same time. Right, which is just wonderful, and that's why you kind of all under that same umbrella. You did mention something about a prescription, right? Yes. Uh, or mm-hmm. a referral. Does someone need that from their primary care or their referring physician? Yes, generally speaking, usually you do need a prescription from your physician. Um, we, you know, two of our therapists in the outpatient for physical therapy specifically, they do have uh, what we call direct access. So meaning that you can reach out to the clinic to be seen by them to do an evaluation, but then they need to then follow up at the doctor to then, if they feel needs continuing therapy, they would then, you know, over a certain period of time, need to get a script from that doctor. So. Oh, okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. does that mostly take place in the outpatient, did you mention? Yes. Yeah, that is outpatient specific. And where is that located? And do you have the phone number for that? I do. anyone's listening. I do, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So that outpatient, you know, we have an outpatient clinic in Honesdale. The address for that is 650 Old Willow Ave in Honesdale. The phone number is 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like right next to that uh, new TJ Maxx, right? right? next to it, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you can go for therapy and then you can go shopping afterwards Absolutely. and practice those walking skills, mm-hmm. right, that they may want that's you perfect. to do. <laughs> that's perfect. Right. And, you know, there's many things. So, you know, we talk about um, injury that people may have or maybe they've had like a hip or a knee replacement, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But doesn't physical therapy really play a role in everyday life for some? Someone who's working like at a computer or, you know, a, a physically active job that they can do before they get an injury. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you, you bring up a big point there with, you know, our today's society where, you know, a lot of people are sitting at computers, on their phones, things like that. So one thing that is commonly seen in the clinic is injuries or pain related to constant sitting, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So uh, seeing a physical therapist, they can help to prescribe exercise to help give you some tips and tricks to like what you can do to help reduce your pain, what you mm-hmm. can do throughout the day while you're at work, maybe give you some ideas as to what can help prevent further injury or prevent injury in general. Mm-hmm. So that would be something you would want to talk to a physical therapist specifically about specific to what your job is, what maybe your issues, what your what kind of pain you're having so mm-hmm. that they 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 can really give a, a specialized plan for you for that. Right, right. I mean, I will I will admit I've gone to physical therapy for my neck. I had an issue issues with my neck and I really thought it was going to be permanent. But after I went through therapy, it was truly amazing. Oh, good. Like <laughs> Yeah. No, I great. I have no problems anymore. Good. It is really great. And I mm-hmm. did the x-ray, the MRI and and I was I was scared. But they, and I went through Way Memorial Hospital, of course, Great. and it really, it was a big help. It Good. really was. So, you know, we do have our winter months coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens, unfortunately, we live in Northeast PA, right? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> um, it could be icy, right? Or even uh, in-house, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So do you have recommendations for individuals in icy or cold weather outside? Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously one of the biggest issues when it comes to wintertime is ice and slippery conditions and so biggest thing to always remember especially for those who might have some balance issues things like that is just to kind of slow down take it slow at first if you have like if you have a cane or a walker that you might use on occasion i would definitely say maybe bring those out have them ready if you're going to be walking and then also have somebody with you if you feel that you know you might have some issues or if it is icy out because you never know if you fall, then you don't have anybody there to help you up, or even if you, you don't have your phone on you. So that's usually a big thing, um, having somebody with you and then taking your time. Uh, as well as in-home, like you said, you know, that can be an issue as well. But for those who maybe don't have balance issues or things like that, you know, exercising inside can be a huge help mm-hmm. throughout the night mm-hmm. for people who try want to get out but are a little worried about not like taking a walk outside. So there's definitely things you can talk to a physical therapist that they can give you home programs that you can work on in the home as well. Right. Right. And I know balance is a really key. You mentioned that, Mm -hmm. you know, balance when someone does not have a good balance, it does throw them off and they're more likely to fall. I mean, I think, you know, when we look at our, our older Americans or, you know, Mm -hmm. aging population and seniors i think the biggest thing sometimes they come in with is falls right absolutely that's a huge thing we see every day right Mm -hmm. everybody you know so 
that can be, a, you know, a big fear for a lot of people in mm-hmm. general, just to even get themselves active again. Somebody might have a fall and then they might be a little bit weary about getting back back to doing certain things that they might have been doing before that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a very common issue that we see. Right. And, and you know, individuals are like, well, I can't stand in this and that. But there's chair exercises, right, that you can teach individuals to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so chair exercises, bed exercises, mm-hmm. um, exercises you can do with a partner that might they might be able to help you with. Things like that that can definitely help you get mm-hmm. to being get your strength back, maybe work on your balance as well. Right, and there's also programs out there like from the YMCA, the Silver Sneaker Program, mm-hmm. where maybe they may not be ready for that, but if they go for physical therapy and it's something that they continue on, would that be something that would be good for them? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, some you know, a lot of times a physical therapists may recommend what you can do after you're done with physical mm-hmm. therapy. So what you can continue with exercises. And they will probably have good recommendations for you as to what you can do out in the community as well, including things like silver sneakers or what to do if you were to apply for a gym membership or something like that. That way you have some guidance and know what you're going to be looking at to do when mm-hmm. you get out mm-hmm. finished physical therapy. Mm-hmm. What's your thought, or I mentioned thoughts, because we all love our pets, right? <laughs> <laughs> or recommendations when, you know, when we are kind of cooped up in the house a little bit more. Like, I think rugs and pets, right? That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's what's guidelines for, for rugs for people? Usually a throw rug is kind of dangerous for a lot of older, like you said, older adults. Um tripping hazard right so Mm -hmm. you do you can get them like different things to help kind of secure the rugs down or even if you can sometimes removing them can be a huge help as well just to clear the area and same thing with pets i mean usually like having somebody else maybe help take care of them would be huge um and just kind of knowing what your limitations are and knowing what you can do mm-hmm. around your pet right or, or know your pet right right <laughs> my cat i mean really she just loves attention oh sure and you know i i love carrying my laundry baskets down the stairs mm. and she's literally right under my feet so yes. i i oftentimes just stop right. and i kind of let her go yeah to make sure that you know i don't trip over her because there's times where i have stepped on her absolutely yeah <laughs> right so just like you said, kind of knowing what your limitations are and knowing what your pet mm-hmm. tendencies are and just mm-hmm. keeping an eye out to where they might be as you're walking around. Right, right. So, so Mike, I, I can't believe we're just about out of time. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you know, thank you for everything you do. And, you know, Way Memorial, right? We have the inpatient, right? Right. And outpatient. Outpatient. And in between. Yes. <laughs> so acute care would be the inpatient. And then we have uh, in, inpatient rehab which would be the in-between between that and outpatient. So, right. Absolutely. Right. And and we can see you through all three phases if absolutely. needed. Mm-hmm. So. That's right. Well, Mike, thanks again for being on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. Again, this is Carol Knier, Community Health Manager at Wayne Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for listening and have a great day.